Good morning Philippines and hello world. Welcome to the WG8228, the podcast for self-development, and this is episode 18. I'm Anarini Victoria Asetson, and I will guide you to become a better person in your life. Every week, you'll get new insights, tips, and motivations to achieve a better persona. So, you better watch out. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. Hello everyone, welcome back to the WG8228, and I'm Anna, and this is episode 18, brought to you by Hardoff, the perfectly clean wash all-purpose cleaner. It is widely used for 5 years. It is known for the best performing eco-friendly cleaner for all of your household surfaces. It perfectly clean wash, cleans, protects, and shines. For orders, you may call on 0921-268681 or order online on www.hardoff.com. I'm super excited because our topic for this episode is such a very challenging, especially to the millennials. So today, we are going to talk about one's health, its scope, and how to know if you are healthy or not. Taking charge of one's health should be everyone's prime responsibility because without our body or even just a part of it was not functioning, we will be unable to do anything. According to World Health Organization, health is defined as state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. The traditional meaning of physical health is prior onset of modern medicine would have considered someone physically healthy if he or she was not stricken with serious illness. Social health involves your ability to form interpersonal relationships with others. It also relates to your ability to adapt comfortably in different social situations and act appropriately in variety of settings. Meanwhile, mental health is a level of psychological well-being or an absence of mental illness. There were four questions to be asked to know if you are physically, mentally, and socially healthy. First, do you practice mindfulness throughout the day or are you always thinking of tomorrow today? Second, how do you cope up with stress? Third, do you have a work-life balance so there is a healthy balance between your work and play? And lastly, do you have a strong opinion on few topics with no room for being open to other views? To answer these following questions, we invited two guests that I think be of great help for us to understand more about this. First, she is an expert in the field of psychology and also a government-based doctor. Please welcome Dr. Diana Mangilip. Hello everyone, I am grateful to become one of your guests today. Second, a health major professor in Holy Angel University, no other than Dr. Adria Santiago. Hi everyone, thank you for inviting me today for your episode. This is such a great pleasure. The first question to know 
if you are healthy or not is, am I practicing mindfulness throughout the day or am I always thinking of tomorrow today? A person must practice mindfulness in their day-to-day activities. According to Greg Henrik's PhD, there are two key ingredients that form the foundation of all mindfulness-based approaches, awareness and acceptance. To foster awareness, folks are taught to expand one's attention to one's inner processes and experiences, especially of what they are experiencing in here and now. To make the point that our attention can be focused on many different possible streams and that with training, one can expand one's conscious attention and learn to focus it as necessary. Second key ingredient in addition to expanding awareness of one's present experience, is the ingredient of acceptance mindfulness practices teach individuals to learn to observe and accept the streams of thought and experience that run through their mind. Unified approach, this is a suggestive of helpful things as awareness and acceptance. In addition to active change, are seen as some of the key ingredients for adaptive growth. But here is the tab. There are some things, maybe even many things, that we don't want to think about or attend to. We don't want to think about our insecurities or our selfishness or our failures or our fears of rejection or abandonment. We don't want to realize we are questioning our purpose in life or feel the fear that our existence is really meaningless. We don't want to remember the trauma or the dark years of our past or attend to our feelings of rage and despair. After all, isn't the secret to a happy life just deciding to be happy and think positive thoughts? Mindfulness is very much about inner awareness and acceptance. From a unified approach, this is suggestive of helpful things as awareness and acceptance are seen as some of the key ingredients for adaptive growth. Oh, that was so interesting, huh? How about... How should we cope up with stress? Before everything else, I would like to define first what stress is about. According to American Psychological Association, stress is often described as a feeling of being overwhelmed, worried, or run down. Stress can affect people of all ages, genders, and circumstances, and can lead to both physical and psychological health issues. Definition Stress is any uncomfortable emotional experience accompanied by predictable biochemical, physiological, and behavioral changes. There are several ways to cope up with stress. Like talking to somebody you trust can really help you to deal with stress and to work out how to tackle the problems that are causing it. Second, make all lists of all the things in your life that are making you feel stressed. Write them down on a piece of paper. Then take each one in turn and list all the things you could do to tackle it. This can help you sort things out in your head. Problems look easier to deal with one at a time than in a big jumble in your head. Take a break. Do something that you really enjoy. Do something relaxing. For example, take a hot bath or watch a film. So let's move on to the third question. Do I have a work-life balance so there is a healthy balance between my work and play? There must be a balance between your work and life. According to Susan M. Hitfield, 
Work-life balance is a concept that supports the efforts of employees to split their time and energy between work and the other important aspects of their lives. Work-life balance is a daily effort to make time for family, friends, community participation, spiritually, personal growth, self-care, and other personal activities in addition to the demands of workplace. People should not only focus himself or herself on interpersonal growing, but also on its personal growing. The pursuit of work-life balance increases the social interactions of one person. The more it interacts, the more it grows as a person and to learn the people around them. It helps to fulfill his personal belongingness. But of course, I realized that I shouldn't abuse my health and I need to take care of it as we are getting older. So I started manage my mind when fear or self-doubt or anxiety creeps me in. I do some work on mental health such as meditation or reading a business book. Alternatively, I spend time with someone who lifts me up and supports me. Take a break. Remember to take time out throughout your day. Some tasks are easier than others. So if I find myself with an hour up my sleeve, I'm being realistic about whether I can afford to rest or not. You might not have time every day to simply sit and be, but I'm doing my best to give myself a lunch break. Also, make a point of getting up and stretching every 15 minutes. It will help you become clearer, more focused, and more productive. Exercise a must-do, not a should-do. A healthy body means a fresh mind, which means you will function better and complete tasks in less time. Have a glass of milk to get more B vitamins, protein, vitamin D, and bone-building calcium to relieve tense muscles. Stick to low-fat or skim varieties. Try drinking some milk around bedtime to bring on more restful sleep. And also eat banana. Research indicates that dark chocolate may lower levels of stress hormones. Chocolate also contains sugar, so it releases mood-improving serotonin. It's alright to indulge, just keep the portions in check. Nuts. When it comes to nuts, stress runs you down, which leaves you open to sickness. Almonds, pistachios, and walnuts can boost your immune system with vitamins and zinc. We are down to the third question. And last but not the least, do I have strong opinions on few topics with no room for being open to other views? According to Todd Smith, opinion can be defined as a thought, a view, or a concept formed in the mind about a particular subject. It's a conclusion or belief held with confidence but not substantiated by positive proof or knowledge. Because of this, many are fearful of accepting someone else's opinion. Elizabeth Cady Stanton, an activist and leader of the early women's rights movement, said, the moment we begin to fear the opinions of others, the divine floods of life and life no longer flow into our souls. He also stated that there are three categories of thinkers most people gravitate when it comes to being receptive to ideas and perspectives other than their own. First category is a need for opinion of others. These individuals have not yet learned to value their own ideas and viewpoints. 
they are especially vulnerable to being swayed by others. When asked, they have a hard time expressing their own beliefs and convictions. Second is the rejection of the other's opinion. People in this category are generally high achievers who have worked very hard to get where they are in life. For some, they view not having all the answers as a weakness and their ego guards against this by rejecting the ideas of others. For others, their egos are so big, they think they know it all. Second is the rejection of the other's opinion. And third, having an interest on others' opinion. Striking a balance between those who rely too heavily on the ideas of others and those who reject the opinions of others, these individuals welcome collaboration and actively seek it out. They understand the benefits of the wisdom that comes from the life experiences of others. These people would participate well on any type of thing. Thank you so much for the keen knowledge, Ms. Leana and Ms. Adria. But before we end, do you have any tips to become physically, socially, and mentally healthy? Ah, yes. Just remember the mnemonics associatal E S O S A T A L, which stands for E for exercise, S for stay positive, O stands for offer help, S, which means spend time with people whose company you enjoy, A for ask for help, T stands for talk your feelings. A, which stands for accept and believe in you. Lastly, letter L, which means learn to rest but not to quit. Alright, so those were the questions you should ask yourself to be able to know if you are healthy or not. And try to ask it to yourself daily by using the questions to reflect on too. I would love it if it, you will try to integrate it to your brain and in your character so that we can all be stronger in building our dreams in life. So let us recap the four questions. First, do you practice mindfulness throughout the day or are you always thinking of tomorrow today? Second, how do you cope up with stress? Third, do you have a work-life balance so there is a healthy balance between your work and play? And lastly, do you have a strong opinions on few topics with no room for being open to other views? And for you to become healthy in all aspects, just remember the mnemonics ESOCETAL, which stands for exercise, stay positive, offer help, spend time with people whose accompany you enjoy, ask for help, talk your feelings, accept and believe in yourself, and learn to rest but not to quit. You've reached the end of the episode of WG8228, Taking Charge of One's Health, brought to you by Heart of, with your host, Anna, yours truly. Catch our next episode entitled, Stress-Free Human Being. Love this episode? Head over the iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Also, you can get free resources over www.wg8228.com.ph. Thank you for listening. Until next time, Laos Deo Semper.